Have you ever wanted to write a letter to Disney and just complain for a bit? Maybe talk about changes you'd like to see happen or things you think could be better at Disneyland. That's exactly what's happening in this episode. We're airing our grievances and have some proposed changes that we think would make the happiest place on earth even happier. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome! Thanks for being here. I hope you're having a great day. It's almost March and I wanted to start off with a quick rundown of what you can expect at Disneyland in March if you happen to be visiting then. The Food and Wine Festival begins March 1st and runs through April 22nd. That's going to be a fun event. Disney Channel Night is happening March 5th and 7th, which means Disneyland will close early on both those evenings. Radiator Springs Racers will be closed just for the first day of March and reopen on March 2nd. Astro Orbiters is closed and will reopen March 15th. Redwood Creek Challenge Trail will be closing on March 4th and there is no reopening date announced yet, so I will keep my eye on that. Incredicoaster closes March 4th, reopened March 15th. The Monorail closes just for one day, March 15th, and reopens on March 16th. The Haunted Mansion is, of course, closed and won't reopen until later this year, probably fall. That's our guess. Splash Mountain is also closed for retheming and scheduled to open in late 2024. I have a full guide to Disneyland in March with a crowd calendar, packing list, and lots of other helpful things on my website. I will put a link to that in the show notes. I actually have a full guide to every month of the year on my website. You can just search for the month you're looking for on mixinsomemagic.com and it will pop right up. I am heading to Disneyland this week. Actually, when this episode drops, I'll be on my way. On this trip, I'll be doing Disneyland for a bit, hotel tours, and Universal Studios Hollywood. So I am pretty excited about it. You can follow along in my Instagram stories where I'll be oversharing all of it. There's a link to my Instagram in the show notes. Before we get going, I want to thank my Patreon supporters. There are only a few of them, but they mean the world to me. I've actually got a letter for a couple of them that I've been holding on to so that I could mail it from Disneyland tomorrow. I really appreciate their support and help in keeping mixing some magic on the air. If you're not sure what Patreon is, it's basically a small monthly monetary contribution in exchange for some small perks. I've set my contributions really as low as I can at just $5 per month, and Patreon members get access to early release episodes, bonus content, ad-free episodes, Magic Mail, and my Disney Book Club, which is held monthly via Zoom. Plus, there's some other fun things mixed in there, too. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in and you'd like to help support the show, you can find a link in the show notes. If that's not for you, then that's okay. Thanks for listening, leaving reviews, and sharing my podcast with your family and friends. That really helps too. Enough of that. Thanks for taking the time to listen to my hard sell. I really appreciate it. 
Let's take a break, and when we come back, my cousin Mandy will be joining me to write a virtual letter to Disneyland about all our complaints and changes we would like to see in the parks. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix in Some Magic. Today, I am thrilled to share with you my ultimate Disney travel hack, Getaway Today. As a diehard Disney fan, I've taken countless trips to Disney destinations, and Getaway Today has booked them all. I've been using them for over 15 years, and let me tell you, using Getaway Today has been a game changer. So what is so special about Getaway Today? Well, I'm glad you asked. Here's the scoop. Getaway Today specializes in Disney vacations, and they've got the inside exclusive deals and discounts to Disney parks. Their park tickets are always discounted off the gate price, and they have amazing deals on hotels. They even have deals on cruises and Alani in Hawaii. Trust me, you won't find these magical offers anywhere else. Whether you're planning a family vacation, a romantic getaway, or a solo adventure, Getaway Today can craft a personalized package to suit your Disney dreams. It's like having your own fairy godmother for vacation planning. Whatever you have in mind, they can help you make it happen. Getaway Today offers layaway plans, which is amazing, because Disney dreams shouldn't come with a hefty price tag, at least not all at once. Getaway Today offers payment plans that make it easy for you to budget and plan the perfect Disney vacation. They also have the very best customer service. Seriously, they are a small family-owned business and they really care about your vacation. Their customer service is top-notch. The Getaway Today team is filled with Disney experts who have actually been to the park, they've actually stayed in the hotels, they know their stuff, and they are as passionate about Disney as you are. They go above and beyond to make sure your trip is practically perfect in every way. Booking through Getaway Today is super easy. You can book using their website. I've put a link in the show notes. Or you can call them at 855-GETAWAY and tell them Mix and Some Magic sent you for the best deals. As a special treat for our listeners, Getaway Today is offering an exclusive discount. Just use the promo code MIX10 at checkout or over the phone and you can save an extra $10 on packages. Thanks for tuning in, dear Disney listeners. Now go ahead, plan that unforgettable Disney adventure with Getaway Today and let the magic begin. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give a shout out to our amazing sponsor, Audible. I am now an Audible affiliate and I am so excited about it. I've been using Audible for years and I am really happy to have this chance to team up with a brand that I have loved and used for quite some time. If you love the magic of storytelling but find it hard to make time for reading, Audible is your perfect solution. With Audible, you can listen to a huge selection of audiobooks, podcasts, and more, all from the convenience of your favorite device. Whether you're into thrilling mysteries, self-help, or epic fantasy, Audible has something for everyone because they have thousands of titles available. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. 
But that's not all. Members also get full access to a growing selection of included audiobooks, Audible Originals, and podcasts. You can download or stream included titles all you want. Most of our Disney Book Club selections are available on Audible, including this month's title. And here's the best part. I've teamed up with Audible to offer you an exclusive deal. By using my special link, you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible. That's right, 30 days of stories, knowledge, and entertainment absolutely free. If you love podcasts, and you must because you're here, I know you'll love Audible. Just visit www.audibletrial.com forward slash mix and some magic to start your free trial today. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash mix in some magic. I'll also include a link for you in the show notes. It's a fantastic way to discover the joy of audiobooks and to support my podcast at the same time. Happy listening and thanks to Audible for making today's episode possible. All right, I am here with my cousin Mandy. She agreed to come back on the podcast because she loves being here, right, Mandy? I do. Thanks for having me. I'm excited because Mandy and I have been, well, we've been talking about this subject between ourselves for years, and we decided to take it public, and we're going to be griping about Disney today. How terrible is that? They need a little gripey now and then. They can't all be perfect and magical all the time. <laughs> I know. I usually try to keep things pretty positive, but today that is not going to be what happens. No, we're going to let out everything we want Disney to change. Exactly. So we were like, what if we could write Disney a letter and be like, listen, dear Disney, this is what we don't like. This is what you need to change. Please fix this. Love, Mandy and Melissa. That's what this episode's about. Yep. And we got some good ones. I think we came down with some really good changes. They need to for sure implement. Yep. I agree. I asked you to send me over your list so we didn't overlap. And I was like, holy cow, Mandy has so many. <laughs> when I thought about it, I came up with just as many. And so we're good. Lots to talk about today. I'm going to start us off. I'm going to start us off with a big one. Dear Disney, please fix early entry for Disneyland Resort Hotel guests because I think it is a complete disaster. Why? Why do they do it like this? So as it stands right now, guests staying at a Disneyland Resort Hotel get 30 extra minutes in Disneyland or California Adventure Park, depending on the day. They alternate. There is no separate entrance for these hotel guests, and so most of them show up at 725 because they don't know, and they're mixed in with all the regular guests, and then by the time they get into the park and figure out what they're doing for early entry, they probably have a good five to ten minutes of early entry time, and I think it's ridiculous. Amen. Like, that is number one, fix early entry. And I'm going to see if we're going to take early entry a little bit further and say, go back to having it in both parts every day. 
Like, why do we have to choose between DCA and Disneyland? Makes no sense to me. I'm open in both parks. I agree. Doesn't make sense. Either do both parks or do an hour if you're going to alternate. Like they used to. That's what they used to do. They used to have a separate entrance and they gave their guests an hour. Now they have no separate entrance. So you're mixed in with everybody else, which wastes your valuable early entry time. And you have a shorter amount of time. I don't think it's fair. Well, it's not fair. And it's really not making me want to stay at Disneyland hotel property. Because what is my real benefit? Nothing. You have no perk. You have no perk at all. Mm -mm. So, yeah. Big one. Fix it. Fix it. Thank you, Disney. Okay. My first one. (laughs) Is it a big one for me? Melissa does not think so. But... (laughs) Dear Disney, bring back the Choco Smash bar from Pim's Kitchen. <laughs> because, I mean, I know some people like cake, but that was my favorite treat at DCA. And it's gone. Let's have both the cake and the bar. Or make the bar smaller, but bring back the Choco Smash bar. It was really, really good. I agree. It was a favorite of tons of people. Why just make it into something else i don't know i don't know either yeah the cake i had and it was good but it wasn't as good as the choco smash bar maybe i'm just saying that because so you won't be mad at me though i know you like the cake i tried the cake i did not like the choco smash cake (laughs) i could not get on board with (laughs) well Maybe they will bring it back. Maybe it'll be a kind of like an alternating thing. And then when they do have it, it'll be a real big deal. Hopefully. Hopefully they bring it back. Fingers crossed. Yep. Okay. Well, since you did a food one, I'm going to do a food one. Dear Disney, please bring back the cookie butter churro sundae from the Golden Horseshoe because it is my absolute favorite. So good. It's like cookie dough ice cream with a cookie butter sauce then it had whipped cream on top and two churros in the side and it was delicious did you have that i have had it once at halloween was it halloween was it a halloween treat yeah it used to be like every halloween they had it and then it started being kind of like every few years they didn't have it last year i don't understand why they don't bring back the best treats every year you know it is a really good Sunday. They do need to have it way more often. Let's make that one a year-round thing. I think so. Yeah, exactly. I think this year they had some pecan Sunday. I'm like, come on. You're telling me that more people like pecans than like cookie dough ice cream and cookie butter? I don't believe that for a single second. I felt like at Halloween they had tons of pecan-type treats. Like kind of fall flavored pecan, different treats. Mm-hmm. Was it like a pecan turtle Sunday? I don't know. I think that's what it was. Yes, <laughs> I didn't even have it. I knew it wasn't going to be as good. I'm boycotting no. it. The cookie butter Sunday was amazing. So they do need to have that. I say year round. Dear Disney, let's have it year round. I mean, as long as we're bringing it back. Yeah, might as well. For sure. Might as well. Okay, what's your next one? Okay, my next one. Dear Disney, 
get a better system in place for special event tickets and magic key passes, like to purchase. I mean, is that too much to ask? I don't know. I feel like it's the worst system out there right now. Like, I don't get it. I don't get why it takes all days long being in a queue to purchase like Oogie Boogie Bash tickets or I had a friend recently try to get an annual pass. He got in right when the queue opened up, sat there all day long in the queue and still, still did not get a magic key pass. So it doesn't make any sense. No. You know that they can fix this if they wanted to, but why, why don't they do something about it? Why? I don't know. I don't remember it. I never was like this prior to COVID. The first time I remember it was like this was for the, oh, it was during COVID when Disneyland was shut down. Me and you went to a food event. What was that food event called? Oh, A Touch of Disney. A Touch of Disney. Remember, that was the very first time I think it was ever like this because we watched the spinning wheel of death. Yes. Go around and around and around. I don't remember buying Boogie Boogie tickets before that and having these issues. Do you? No. But I... Do you think more people are going to these events and trying to get tickets and that's the problem? Or is their system just old now and not working efficiently anymore? I don't know. I also like Disney World has these issues. I... Have we ever, I can't remember. We went, we've been to an after hours event at Disney World, but I don't remember buying tickets. Did you buy them? I bought them. I bought them when me and you went and then me and my mom went the next year and I bought two different sets of tickets and I could just log right on when they opened up and like I got them. So I don't understand. Is Disneyland that much more popular than Disney World for their special events? They might be just because of all of the locals who love to go to the special events because they're something different. I think there probably are more people that want the tickets. But still, I mean, come on. If you're going to be selling that volume of tickets, I think it's rude. I think it's very rude for Disney to be like, hey, we don't care if you spend 8 to 12 hours of your day sitting here staring at this computer screen trying to get these tickets. We don't care. If you want them, that's what you're going to do. I think it's inconsiderate and rude. Well, it is because even like concert tickets, I've been trying, I've tried to get concert tickets before and logged on and like 30 minutes later, everything sold out. Didn't get my tickets, but 30 minutes is whatever. A couple hours is even whatever like eight to 12 hours in line and things are selling out. Like, I just don't get it. Like there has to be a better way. Exactly. And I mean, that's devastating. I mean, it's kind of sad if you waited 30 minutes and didn't get your tickets. But when you put in a 12 hour day trying to get some stupid tickets and then you don't get them, that's upsetting. It's bad business for Disney. Yeah. So that's a huge one for me. Well, and the technology is there though. Because I read somewhere that Amazon can do like a hundred thousand sales or something like that that's not that's my what i remember in my brain statistic in a minute on amazon so but disney can't they can't get it together and sell less tickets than that yeah in in an entire day i don't i don't know come on disney get it together Do, do better yep 
Okay, my next one is bring back the Jedi Training Academy. Do you remember this? Have you ever seen this show? No. What is it? Oh, it's so fun. Well, it used to be. They don't have it anymore. They stopped it. It never came back after COVID. I think that's when it ended. But you can sign your kids up. You would go in the morning. It's, it was over on the stage right in by Gal- Galactic Grill over in Tomorrowland. And your kids would get to be a Jedi in training. And they had several shows throughout the day. So your kid would get to wear a little Jedi robe and they would get them a lightsaber. And all the kids would go up on the stage and be there in the area. And they would show them how to use their lightsabers. And then Darth Vader would come out. And Darth Maul and each of the kids would get a chance to fight Darth Vader and Darth Maul with their lightsabers. And there was a photographer there taking pictures. It was so cute. So much fun. And kids loved it. And I assumed that they would bring it back at some point and put it over in Galaxy's Edge. Because they have that whole stage area right there by the one of their little spaceship things. I don't know what they're called. But they have a stage over there. They could easily bring it back. And I think they should because there is not a ton going on in Galaxy's Edge. And I think a little show like that would get families back there, would get kids back there and get people a little more excited about Galaxy's Edge and some entertainment over there. That sounds so fun. They should bring that back. Did your kids ever get? My kids did not because they were too scared. But we like to watch it. So we would watch other kids do it. And that was really fun. Was this something the kids had to pay for or was it free? Nope, it was free. So you would just go sign up in the morning and they would give you like a little wristband or a return time. And be like, okay, you come back here at this time. And then they let them wear the robe and gave them the lightsaber to use for the show and then took all that back. But it was just free and fun and such cute memories for those kids who got to fight Darth Vader. That's awesome. Yes, that's so cute. I can see so many kids loving that. They do need to bring that back. Mm -hmm. Come on, Disney. Bring it back. Bring it back. My my next one is have ticket gates for magic key holders only. So like the ticket entrance gates. Am I saying that right? Ticket gates? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that would free up the lines a lot get a lot of people out of the lines you sometimes this is kind of being selfish but (laughs) okay miss magic key holder why don't you complain to us about all the people who aren't magic key holders (laughs) well not even that like i would even be open for like let's have some lines for like first time goers and then like other people who have already scanned in just takes so much time taking photos of everybody. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been behind some people that can't find their tickets on their phones or they have paper copy, which is totally fine. But we want to streamline the entrance process. I do think it would be fast to have a couple extra kiosks open for just magic key holders. Is that too much to ask? I don't know. No, I think it's a good idea because. It adds a little perk for magic key holders that makes them feel special, which would be they make everybody happy, right? And so then they're also not clogging up the line either. So everybody's going to get through faster. Regular guests are going to get through faster and magic key holders are going to get through faster too because they have their separate little entrance. I think it's a good idea. 
Thanks. You're hey, welcome. Make it happen, Disney, for Magic <laughs> Elders. Not saying that I am one, but... <laughs> How long did you wait for that magic key to buy it? Well, you actually bought my magic key. <laughs> oh, I did? I totally forgot. Did you pay me for that? Well, yeah, I gave you my credit card. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I think it was like two years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was easy just to renew it, but the initial buying it, you called me and you're like, magic keys are on sale right now. And I said, okay, here's my credit card number. Like, buy I, me one. Like, I'm not going to wait in the queue. And I I was busy somewhere. So I was like, we just buy them for me. I'm so Thanks. nice. Thanks, Melissa. You're welcome. All right, my next one is bring back a show at Hyperion Theater because it's just sitting there empty. I know they did the Roger show, which was fun, sort of. I didn't love the Roger show. People are going to be upset about that, but but it was a show and it was fun and I'm glad that they had something, but it was so short-lived and I wish they would have a show there regularly. Like maybe not as long as Frozen used to be. A whole hour is kind of long, but a 30-minute show that ran three or four times a day, I think would go a long way and be nice. And maybe they rotate like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's this show. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, it's this show or whatever. I think it would be fun. We need something in that theater. We do. I mean, that was one of my favorite things to do in the afternoon is go hit up a show in the theater. And even though I had seen Frozen a million times, it was still a nice get out of the heat or get out of the cold and just sit and watch it. And they're really well done. So, mm. and there's so many different playhouses and stuff. Use the same cast. Just like you said, let's have two and rotate it. Like mm -hmm. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you know, let's have some different shows, two different shows. It's kind of a waste of a building right now, I feel like. It is. And I wonder if they will bring a show back or if they're going to do something else with that space. Because that space is too valuable to just let it sit and be nothing. Well, I for sure thought they'd be bringing something back after Halloween was over. Mm-hmm. And especially after Christmas gets over, I thought there would be something back by now, but there's not. I really thought you're going to bring back Rogers at least. I know, because it was such a short time that Rogers was showing. I don't know if it's like going to be a spring, summer thing and then empty again. I don't know. They need something there, though. It is a really, they do amazing jobs with their shows. So mm -hmm. Yeah, and the Frozen one was impressive. It was, and it's a great way to get rid of, rid <laughs> get a lot of people into one area. So, exactly. Right. I think part of the problem is that, I mean, there's so many locals in the park, and after they've seen the show a couple times, it's not a draw for them. Like, they're not going to go every week and go see Rogers again and again. So I think that that's part of the problem they need something that draws more crowds that's why maybe if they did two shows or maybe if they did some sort of comedy show that was different every time some sort of improv i don't know you get a monster's laugh floor exactly i like monster's laugh floor i do too i think it's fun 
But I get nervous that I'm going to get called on or something. Yeah, they could do totally different shows in there. It would be fun. I don't know. They need to do something. Yep. Do something, Disney. We don't know what, but we want you to do something. Yes. Okay, my next one. Dear Disney, please add some better breakfast options in the park. Please, 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 because you're known for your great lunches, your great snacks, dinner. I don't know. There's really not that many breakfast places. And I mean, there is more in Disneyland than in DCA. Yeah, DCA is sad, especially since they don't have Flo V8 Cafe doing breakfast anymore. I know. Do you think that people just were not buying breakfast? I don't know. So I'm not sure, but don't. there were so many good options over there, and I just kept thinking they were going to bring it back because it never reopened after COVID, and it still hasn't, and it's sad, but they need more breakfast options for sure because a lot of people show up. I get questions all the time. Where can I go eat breakfast? I'm like, well, there's not a lot of choices, but here is what they are. Yeah. There's not. I do really miss Flo's. But they have like banana foster French toast. Yes. Can we please have that back? That sounds amazing. And I loved their kids meal waffles just because that was the only place you could get waffles that in the parks for breakfast. And they were so good. Unless you're at Carnation Cafe, but only quick service and they were so good. I mean, you can do a, a character breakfast at Storytellers. In Goofy's Kitchen, I guess. But so that is not a quick option for people who are just wanting to grab breakfast. So over at California Adventure, they have Fiddler, Fife, and Practical, which which is basically Starbucks that you could grab something at. But the line is insane in the morning. Yep. They have... What else? Is that it? Oh, they have like the um, cappuccino cart. Which is the same, a big long line, but I think there they have like some pastries and things like that. Yeah, yeah the fruit carts. Oh, they have breakfast shawarma, right? Do they have that? That sounds terrible. Who's yeah, buying that? I don't know. I want to know why they have two shawarma carts in general. I don't know either. I don't understand. Like we can't come up with one other type, different type of food and have uh-uh. one chart. You I can't have remember. the Choco Smash Bar, but you can have two shawarma carts. Oh, um, that is a place that's open for breakfast, Pim's Test Kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pim's. And that's a good option. Yeah. Um, that's about your only option, actually. Yeah. Lamplight Lounge brunch on the weekends. Yes, and that's good if you can get a reservation. Like Cleavering brunch every day? Is that too much stuff? I think it is. I think that's too much. Oh. <laughs> Actually, people would love it. Like, people would totally go for brunch every day at Lamplight Lounge because it's so good and it's so hard to get those reservations. People would do it. I would do it. I love mm-hmm. their brunch. It's so good. It is good. If you have not had brunch at the Lamplight Lounge, make that a priority because their French toast... They have this little almond brittle, like, snack with it. I don't know. It's so good. 
It is what is good. it? Almond brittle? Is it just almond brittle? Yeah, it is almond brittle. So, so good. Try it. It is good. And then over at Disneyland, what's your favorite place for breakfast? I always go to Red Rose Tavern just so I can get some gray stuff. <laughs> it's delicious. It's my favorite thing ever. It's my favorite thing. And then that dang taco smash bar was my second. Good thing you're not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. Okay, my next one is more perks for on-property guests. Because we already talked about early entry a little bit. But early entry in the sad state that it is in is the only perk for on-property guests, which I think is stupid. Because on-property guests pay a ton of money to be there. Every year I'm like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to go stay on property. And then I look it up, the prices, and I was like, it just feels totally financially irresponsible of me to do that. When I know I can stay right across the street for a quarter of the price as, you know, or even less than staying on property. So then I don't. But there are no good perks other than early entry, which is a crap perk. But I think they need to give better perks. To on-property guests, they give better perks to on-property guests at Disney World. And a lot of their Disney World hotels are much, much more affordable. They have affordable options over at Disney World and they get better perks. So what I would like to see is maybe, what if you stayed on property and you got um, like a fast pass Either maybe three fast passes you could use on whatever attractions you wanted. Any time of the day, you didn't have to make a reservation. You just got three on your phone per day that you could use if you were an on-property guest. Or maybe once during your stay, you got to ride Radiator Springs Racers and Rise of the Resistance through the Lightning Lane as an on-property guest. I think that would be cool. That would be worth it. I, yeah. I mean, they definitely need more perks for on property guests because I'm like you. I'm always wanting to stay there. Feel like it would be a special occasion, hang out at the pools. But then I'm like, what do I get? 30 extra minutes in the park? And then I'm battling everybody now, like, mm-hmm. because everybody's going to a certain land. Cause it's not even like the whole park's open. You're having. One park open now, and then just a couple different lands within the park. So it's not worth it. They do need more perks. And I just don't feel like, even for the Paradise Garden, um, Paradise Garden, Pixar Palace. The Pixar Place? Pixar Place. Oh my yeah. God. Pixar Place. Now, like, their big thing is um, you have a special entrance into DCA. Well, <laughs> That's not really that big of a perk. No, and I don't think people realize that the special entrance is like down the street and across the like across the busy highway. It's not like you walk out of Paradise Pier and go right in. And I have heard a lot of people, especially people coming over from Disney World, complain about dining options for the Disneyland Resort hotels because they don't have a lot of choices. We're over at Disney World. A lot of those resorts have full cafeteria type things in 
their hotels in each one and you can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks in there. So if you're coming home late from the park, it doesn't matter. That place is going to be open for you to grab something. And that's not the case at the other places, which is kind of sad. No. And even at Disney World, those resorts have some really, really good restaurants too. Mm-hmm. Like amazing restaurants. And I don't feel like the Disneyland properties have that level of restaurants. And I don't know if they're just figuring people are going to hit downtown Disney. And they're just using that as like a buffer, I guess, for food. But people like to just go to their hotel and eat and hang out and relax. I don't know. We could do better Disney on that aspect. For sure. And if you're not going to do better, then maybe lower the price. Yeah, please lower the price. Or do better. You can choose either one. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. All right, your turn. Okay. Dear Disney, please create a new ride in Tomorrowland. We need one. Mm-hmm. I I am even saying, like, maybe bring Tron in or bring back the People Mover. I don't know. They have that huge building. What is that building called? Where they have all the Star Wars stuff that's open sometimes. But yes, they do have a huge building right by Autopia. Like, why why can't we make that into a new ride? I don't know. Why can't we even... I mean, I know Autopia is, like, nostalgic and whatnot, but we could update that a little bit. We definitely could. I I mean, Tomorrowland as a whole is pretty sad. I mean, Space Mountain's awesome, right? Star Tours is awesome. I even like Buzz Lightyear. Fun. They're all fun. But we need something else over there. Autopia is probably, I mean, it's the worst. But we can't get rid of it because it's an original ride. And kids love it. They really do. But add another ride, 100%. Tron would be so cool. I don't know if they have space for that. But in my last episode, I did a podcast episode all about extinct disney attractions and for two years back in the late 90s they had this roller coaster type ride called rocket rod and i don't even remember it. i have no memory of it because i don't think i was there during those two years but it went kind of around it was up high so it went over the top of the walkways of tomorrowland and it went inside different buildings for a minute and it went all around autopia and it was a fast type roller coastery thing that looked really fun but i guess it ran into problems and it wasn't working correctly all the time so they took it out but something like that wouldn't even take up any extra space and would be so fun like the people mover i think people would love the people mover don't they still have some of the tracks still i think they do and they have it at disney world and people love it i love it it's like one of my favorite things to do at disney world yeah, I wrote it for the first time recently. I didn't know it was kind of fast in some places and I tipped over because I wasn't prepared. But it's fun. It's a nice, relaxing, fun break from the parks. And yeah. I think they should bring back People Mover. That would make a lot of people very happy. Yeah, like let's build something. I don't know. I'm not a fast start horse. I feel like it kind of... Does it make you sick or you just don't like it? It makes me sick. 
I just don't really like it. I don't know. I'm not, I just feel like maybe it's a little cool now since we have Galaxy Edge stuff. We have the Millennium Falcon. I don't know. What are your it thoughts? Would, it would be, I like it. It would be cool if they could move it into Galaxy's Edge. Let's put something where. else there. Yeah. And put something else in that space. I don't know. But it doesn't make me sick. So that's one of the reasons I don't hate it. I could see how if it made you sick, you wouldn't like it at all. Yeah. Well, anything. Let's do something. Let's revamp it. Let's give it all. Um, really- yeah, it needs a judge. They've been saying for years that a fantasy or a Tomorrowland redo is coming, but every year it doesn't happen. So I don't know if it ever will. Maybe not. Maybe they're just like, well, whatever. They're like, people are paying. They're paying those ticket prices. It doesn't matter. Just let it go. (laughs) But let's revamp Toontown. Kate. I agree with that revamp. Don't challenge me on that. That was a good. That was a good call. Okay, but if you could revamp Toontown or revamp Tomorrowland, which one would you have done? I really like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yeah, I mean but... Toontown did not get nearly the revamp that Tomorrowland needs, though. That was just a little glow up. Like Tomorrowland needs like a. <laughs> A huge years to recover facelift. It's not just a little, a glow little up. in and out thing. It's not a glow up. Yeah. It's All a, right. It's major surgery. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one gets me super annoyed. Dear Disney, please fix character meet and greets for after hours parties because they suck really, really badly. So, I mean, you've been to Oogie Boogie Bash, and they have a great, they're the only after-hours party that does character meet and greets well, because they put these characters up on stages, and guests walk by them, and they wave to them. You can take a quick selfie. You can chat with them if you want, but the line keeps moving. And so maybe you wait for a little while, but the line is quick. Now, I went to Princess Night, and that was the biggest disaster in the world. Everybody just wants to see the princesses because it's princess night. People were waiting hours, like two, two and a half hours to meet one princess because they didn't have it like that. It was a traditional meet and greet. So you waited in line, got your picture taken with Cinderella, and that was that. People were dying to see Princess Leia because she's never out. So this was a big deal. And the line was already three hours long, 10 minutes into the party beginning. And people were frustrated and angry because they're like, I wanted to meet Princess Leia. And then soon after that, they closed down the line and said, no, no more people in line because this line is going to last the whole party. And I think that's dumb. I think they should put all of them up on little stages, let people walk by, let people say hello. Then everybody can meet Princess Leia who wants to instead of just a small handful who is willing to wait the entire party to meet her. Sincerely, Melissa. I agree. That's a perfect fix. I don't know why they don't do that. I even said, saying, if you want to make more money, Disney, have special, you know how they do, like, dessert party at Oogie Boogie Bash. Why can't they do, like, a dessert meet and greet and meet some princesses during Princess Night? Yeah, that's a I good idea. 
yeah like have extra or do like a character dining but it's just princesses yeah Mm -hmm. and have certain times all night long you know Mm -hmm. why didn't they do that that would make a lot of sense because they need us there to know what to do Oh, could I just, could I have an office? Because I could sit there in my office and just give them my opinion all day long. Do they pay people to do that? <laughs> they should. They should pay you for that. Okay. Well, I'm going to submit an application. <laughs> um, Just be like, I need to be in my Disney office, so pay me from my Disney office. Yeah, can I work from home? My opinions are better in the comfort of my own home. Yeah. No. Perfect. Agree. I agree with that 100%. Did Disney have better security scanners at the entrance like Disney World does? Yes. And if you have not been to Disney World, they're like just kind of out in the middle of nowhere. You walk through them with all your stuff. If you have like an umbrella or a phone charger, you just hold it out in front of you. Walk through with your backpack on, your stroller. Do they have, do you take your stroller through them too? I do not know. I think you do. I think you do too. And you just walk through these giant security scanners and it's like so easy. And it's like so quick. And the line does not get bogged down at security. Like, why can't we have those security scanners at Disneyland? Right? We know the technology exists. We've seen it at Disney World. So there's no bag search at all. You just walk right through. I don't even know how it works. Are we safe at Disney World? Does it actually work? Well, if it dings, I know if it like goes off and you have to go to a security guard and they will search your bag. But if it doesn't go off, then you're good to go. So, I mean, it must be working, right? I don't know what they're looking for. Um, Funny story, though, years ago, they used to have at Disneyland, and I wish they would bring this back, they had a no-bag line. So if you didn't have a bag to search, then you could go through that security line and just go through the security scanner, and then you were through. So that saved time for people who didn't have bags. And I was there with my friend, and she needed to buy a ticket. Like, this was way back in the olden days when you could still buy a ticket at Disneyland and just go. You didn't have reservations. And I said, listen, give me your bag. I'll go through the bag line, go through the no bag line, and go get in line to buy your ticket to save time. So I go through. The guy is searching her bag, which I, you know, I was gave to him, so he thinks it's my bag. And he pulls out this little baggie of white powder. And he looks at me, this accusing look, and he goes, what is this? And immediately my brain goes like into panic mode. And I go, that's not mine. That's what I tell him. I say, that's not mine. He's like, ma'am, it was in your bag. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why would I say that? Why would I say that's not mine? And I was like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I I didn't know what to say. And I grab the bag from him and I open it up and I smell it. And it's this protein powder. It's like a peanut buttery protein powder, but it's white. And I was like, it's just a protein powder. And he was like, okay. And he let me go through. But it's like, what a dumb thing for me to say. That's not mine. I'm surprised he didn't have the drug dog still sniff it. I know. I was like, you can throw it away. Like, I don't need this. I promise. Just he didn't take it from me, though. But I was like, ah, so dumb. (laughs) 
So silly. That's hilarious. But I wouldn't have run into that problem if I had those scanners at Walt Disney World. No, if it was truly drugs, the dogs would have caught it, right? I don't think those dogs are looking for drugs. I think those are explosive dogs. I don't think Disney cares that much about people bringing drugs into Disneyland. I mean, I'm sure you shouldn't do that. I'm not saying that you should, but I think they're looking for explosives. Did I ever tell you that one of those dogs tried to attack my husband? No. Did he have explosives on him or drugs? No, we just got out of this. Um, it was the middle of the day. We had taken an Uber to the packing district, and this Uber was like, tricked out like red leather seats it kind of smelled like marijuana in there like it was like he was listening to some hardcore like music and like we got there and everything was fine came back but i don't know if it was that but i was like like those dogs like they don't just like alert on you like they go and like go to like bite you and take you down And my husband was in front of me a little bit, and I, like, saw the dog, like, lunging at him to bite him. And the guy had, like, pull him off, and then, like, security guards, like, grab him and, like, brush him to the side. <laughs> like, questioning him, but... They did question him? They did. They questioned him. But it was mostly about, like, guns and ammunition and probably explosive and stuff like that, so... Mm-hmm. They're like, do you have any guns with you today? When's the last time you shot a gun? My husband's like... It's been a while. I don't know. <laughs> no, not today. Not today. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, Mandy, we've been going for a little while. I think, I know we're not done with our list, but I think we need to stop this and do a part two because we still have a ton of stuff to talk about. And I don't want this episode to be too long. What do you okay. think? Part two? Part two sounds great. All right. Stay tuned for part two. Thank you to Mandy for joining me today. It was so much fun. We've got part two coming in a couple of weeks. In part two, I share the results of a poll I took on my Instagram a while back where I asked my community over there what they would like to see changed at Disneyland, and the results might surprise you. They surprised me. That episode will be released soon. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. I better go get packing so I can make my early flight to Disneyland. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.